Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you, January 12th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your stormy, rainy, wet Thursday. So be careful. Allow yourself some extra time. There's some accidents around town. So take your time. Be careful. Stop in at Thornton's. Split up the drive. Mm, good idea. Good idea. I heard the loudest thunder that I've ever, like, it, it was just one. It's not a thunder strike, but it definitely was a just a one-off off of lightning. It was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Perfect for keeping the kids asleep. <laughs> yeah, it was loud. Thunder. It went back to bed, though. That's so good. that was good. I didn't, but, you know. So, hey, that's what coffee, though. That's why they, they make it, right? Keep you awake. And you were still almost late this morning. Yeah. I was still before here before you, though. And that's because I had an accident. What? I didn't have an accident. <laughs> I ran into. I, I saw an accident kept me from being late. You, oh. what was, what's your excuse? Uh, they were redirecting traffic, too, downtown. I don't know what was the deal. You can't use the same excuse I use. I just can't. That, oh, those are the rules? You just can't, you gotta, Let's take it up with HR. you gotta, you got to come up with something else. I did have one dingus, though, because they, they're, I don't know, there was a cop stop downtown. Um, and so there was a lot of people coming one way. But, like, somebody thought that they needed to block the lanes to, like, oh, no, the light's turning. I, get, I better turn now before it gets red and I'll be stuck right here. It's like, oh, yeah. You're turning right. From a one-way onto another one-way. You do not need to just block the road for no reason. Trust me, people are idiots. Yeah, no, they. Uh, sometimes I'll see, like, social media posts or people on message boards, and it's like, man, it, it's hard to believe that there are people that are that, that dumb out there. And then it's like, well, no, it's not. TJ, you see them on the road every day. Yeah, like, you see yeah. idiot drivers every mm-hmm. day, and you wonder how they just could – could operate, who could function full adult lives. Uh, they make it on the road, I guess. I don't think they're getting in accidents consistently, but luckily it's probably because drivers that are paying attention are are keeping an eye out on those dinguses. Scoots, how are you? I am tired. I I anytime I wake up and it's thundering and like thundering and lightning, raining real hard. It's it's so hard to roll out of bed. I I could have slept for forever today. 
but I'm good. I'm I'm excited for today. I'm off today, other than a little radio work here and there. Might get some golf in. I don't think you're getting some golf in today, buddy. That's what Top Golf's for, Roush. Hey! Wow, Scoots and I are gonna go try to play today. Nice, nice. I like your Eastern Michigan hat, Scoots. It's not Eastern Michigan. Yeah, it's I like the, that Eastern Michigan. It's hat. the Huskies. Eastern Michigan are the Eagles. Uh, the emus is what I like to call them. But it, it, that is the Eastern Michigan E, though. You it realize is. that, right? They lost this to is, Western Michigan. This is actually night. an East LA Community College hat. Why do you have an East LA Community College hat? Because I was so inspired by watching Last Chance U. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get some gear. Oh heavens! I, mean, I want to I, I support Coach Mosley. So I got uh, some gear because I, I mean, I, but it's because I went to an East Mississippi JUCO football game. I didn't like go online and order it. Um, well, that's what I did. I mean, you're you're sitting over there judging me while you're wearing a Prize Picks hat. That's something you can only do in Kentucky because you can't sports bet. That's true. I got it for free though, so you know how it goes. You get free stuff, you wear it. That's true. It's one thing Ryan Lemon and I share in common. How are you, TJ? Doing well. Uh, you know, went to. Try to go to bed at a decent hour. Didn't watch the end of the U of L game. Spoiler alert: they lost. Big? Uh, no, they covered again. They they wow. came back and covered. It was bad. It was hot start. Everybody's excited, and then they went like Clemson went on a thirty-one to six run or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They 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 did cover. They've been covering machines, uh, but it was another double-digit loss for oh, for the cards. No. Uh, yeah, they were up 16 to seven, and then Clemson went on a 42 to 16 run, which is a lot to a little, and then they they ended up losing. So I didn't get to stay up for the end of that game, but like Roush, woke up a couple times throughout the night. Baby didn't, although she was waking up when I was leaving. Uh, but doing doing well, doing well. Have a busier day than normal today, and then gonna try to go play some top golf with you, uh, and. Uh, Anybody else can join us. We don't need just two people playing top golf. If we played top, if, if you and I, if it was just you and I, we could play a lot of top golf. That's kind of what I want to do. Unless Roush wants to join. I Roush, no, you want to no, join? No time. Uh, Liam Cohen's introductory <laughs> press conferences today, so I'll be busy uh, doing you go, that. You also, going to Lexington? Uh, he's zooming from LA, but. This is the first day that I've been. I'll be working at home without kids in the house as well. So like doing that whole juggle thing. Yeah, man. I noticed you didn't hop on the Twitter Spaces yesterday. Yeah, what'd yeah. You, there was. What'd, um, you, what'd you have to do going on there? I uh, put the baby down for a nap because um, I, I appreciate my parents helping, but uh, mom was sick, so dad dad does a. He's great with Duke. Uh, baby getting baby to chill out is a little bit more difficult for him. So he's still learning, still learning. So I. Shots fired at dad. It's been, it's uh, you know, Papa's great, but it's just been an exhausting week. So today, a lot of uh, like, oh, I don't have to worry, you know, I can like take my time when I eat my lunch instead of like sucking down. Baby always wakes up, right, or like fusses whenever you're getting ready to eat. That's the one just like, you're, you're a great baby, but just can you let me eat? Shots fired at baby. Yeah. Um, I did. I did get a pleasant surprise in my email inbox this morning. What was that? It's a Kentucky Sports Figure of the Year ballot. Ooh! Oh, hey, I got it too. Always Ooh. fun, but um, I, I was thinking, like, man, there's no, not really a clear cut favorite here. Pretty wide open because, uh, well, the teams stink right now. <laughs> All the teams stink. Yeah, wouldn't you probably just give it to Oscar? Put up the best college basketball numbers that. 
yeah. this court has seen in like 30, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. That's seems kind of easy. Well, the th- it is. Uh, I was having a conversation with some folks, and only like what the third national player of the year at UK. And this was just the ba- the worst time to have it. Uh, this conversation because like Oscar's going to get his jersey retired, but since they stink and they might not win an NCAA tournament game with him here, you're like, you you get some mixed emotions. But it's like, well, Oscar had what thirty and sixteen, and they lost to St. Peter's. You know, like. It, it's not his fault that they lost that game, right? Like I, I he, he, he's, he's playing bad pick and roll defense as we've discussed at length. Correct. Uh, they're going after him, but he's still nineteen and fourteen. Like, hey, if if you do the other things right, then that shouldn't be a problem. He's at least making up for his poor defensive play with excellent scoring and rebounding. Yeah, well, up until like recently, but that was more of a twenty twenty three problem than twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, but he'll probably if be... If somebody a, wins the Heisman, they're winning Kentucky Sports Figure of the Year. If somebody wins the Naismith and sweeps all the National Basketball Awards, they're winning yes. Player of the but Year. But outside of that, it feels like it's kind of wide open. Like I was just scrolling through the list. Abby Steiner probably needs to be... Yeah, she'll be very high up there. High up on the list. Uh, you probably need to put Jeff Walsh just going back to another Final Four. I Kelly Bussman, Kelly, Kelly, Bussman, Kelly, Kelly needs to probably be whatever her name is at U of L volleyball. Probably needs yep. to be up there Bussman as well. Kelly. Um, there's Danny Bussman, Kelly. There we go. That's the name. Um, not putting Mitch Barnhart on Kelly there. Kelly Bussman, Kelly. Uh, but like John Summerall won ten games. Um, Jeff Brom won Big Ten West. Like uh, might be a big coach year for me. Even though I'm normally uh, players over coaches. Might be a big uh, big coach here. Got some good... Oh, Walt Wells had a heart attack, came back and won seven games. Like, was pretty much dead. They resuscitated him uh, in the facility. That was a while. Is you, almost dying, is that a is that is that award winning? Tell that to DeMar Hamlin. I'm just asking. It's over... The fact that it's like you almost died and then, like, you were able to come back. And I'm not still saying have it's success. not. I just want to hear, I want to hear the case for it. I mean, there is certainly an inspiration factor to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they beat, they beat a Mac team this year and they almost, they almost beat two. They lost one in overtime. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that's worth it. Um, Flight Line's the other one. Got to throw a horse in there. And he was, uh, you always love putting a horse in, yeah. in it. People sometimes get worked up about it. I that. like, too, that, he flight line qualifies because he was Kentucky bred, even though he only ran one race in Kentucky and spent most of his like life on the West Coast. Are you going to put Brooke Forty in there? I mean, she didn't even race in the gold medal one. Like, this is not me. Yeah, but she won the Pac-12 championship. Oh yeah, that wasn't even the gold medal year. So, yeah, no, sorry, Brooke Forty. What about Jeff Brom? Probably they won't. Realis- the realistically, West. yeah, I think then, he probably should be in top. And tens. like. Coming back here is, like, Louisville fans have a little bit of pep in their step. I, I initially was like, because I, I put the year that Patino got fired, I made him, like, second on my ballot because he was the sports figure of the year. He was what everybody talked about all year. He drove change in Kentucky, the athletic of, the, the landscape of athletics in the state more so than anybody. And I was thinking, like, man, I might have to throw Satterfield in there for just leaving. Like, <laughs> you know, Fenway Bowl champions, or is he the Fenway Bowl loser? It's kind of tough to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did like U of L fans were making fun of Cincinnati because Cincinnati hired U of L's defensive coordinator Scott Satterfield's defensive coordinator Brian Brown, 
and they had graphics saying Brian Brown, most sacks in college football, top 10 defense or whatever their numbers were or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were like, wow, taking U of L success and spinning it at the zero. That's embarrassing. No, that's what every school does. It's like I could have sworn back in April, U of L had a graphic where it had all Kenny Payne's UK NBA guys and Nolan Smith's Duke (laughs) NBA guys. Could have sworn that happened. (laughs) <laughs> that being said, I did look up for I did look I did go probably spend about five to ten minutes, which in social media going back time may as well be an hour. Going back looking for that graphic, couldn't Was find it anywhere. I don't know if they scrubbed it or got deleted it, but they definitely had it. Uh, that I can Oh, I can picture it in my brain. I mean, it happened. I know it did. I, I can see it, exactly what the graphic was, but uh, can't, couldn't go back and find it. Otherwise, I was going to make a funny little tweet. But if anybody else can find it, feel free to let me know. The Thornton's text line is popping again. We finished up all the texts from Tuesday night's embarrassing loss to South Carolina, and we got back to level. But then the podcast listeners texted in, and they texted in a lot, and we're appreciative of that. But we've got plenty of text to get to on today's show. Keep them pouring in on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We do our best where you text it in. We read it on air, and we won't change that today. Uh, Everybody's had a little bit of time to decompress. I don't think the loss is any easier. I was glad to see... Brandon Ramsey, who, if you're not following on Twitter, make sure you are at brand at B Ramsey KSR. Break down the game and have a similar take that I had. That like, really, Kentucky was kind of unlucky to lose this game, but he still also had the same sentiment that who cares? You can't lose that game, and you can't. Alabama goes on the road last night oh, and beats man. Arkansas handedly. I don't know. I think it was like 15 points or yeah, whatever, the final, whatever the final score yeah. was. If you just had beaten South Carolina, I still think our overall sentiments would be, yikes, this team's got some major issues. This team isn't very good. But you could have still faked it till you potentially made it and just kept beating bad teams, it'd be all right if you lost to good teams. Like, the Alabama loss wouldn't have looked so terrible because if they could beat you on their own gym by 25 points and then go into opposing gym and beat a top 16 team by 15 points, all right, hey, Alabama's pretty good. That's just something that you'd probably have to live with. But no, that loss is going to haunt UK the rest of the way. The updated bracketologies now have UK either as one of the last teams in or as one of the first couple last teams out so if you do want to break it down the Kentucky still can get in the tournament I just roush him still this team's a lot's going on with this team whether behind the scenes and we had Matt Sack and Dylan Baller come on and kind of detail slightly some of the locker room issues with this team which I've said on this radio show, and I'll continue to say it again. I don't doubt. I, I don't doubt them. I believe them. I, I I think that they are spot on. That there's stuff going on with this team. Roush, I just think it's a product of when UK's bad, there will be locker room problems. I think you can almost set your watch to it with UK. I mean, I mean name a bad UK team in the last twenty years. You can even go back to Team Turmoil, just twenty five years. I guess Team Turmoil would be. Right at twenty twenty two, yeah. you'd have to go a little bit further. It's like a one or two. But like, yeah. bad UK teams have locker room problems. I think most... sometimes the coach maybe even steals a player's girlfriend from time to time. Yep, that happens. I don't think we have to worry about that with Calipari, but we have in the past. 
point being, like, okay, there are locker room problems. No doy. This team stinks. I don't doubt that people are frustrated with the way things are going. I do. I, I think that there is a wonder, though, chicken or the egg. Like, did they come later or was. Yeah. No, that, I, I agree. With, that's what I was kind of trying to ask them. And they seem to. At least Sack was like, I think there's probably some stuff that goes back a little bit further than this. But even he admitted that had UK been winning, it, winning cures everything. It's cliche, but it's true. So, yes, there maybe this has the seeds were planted even going back to last season. But once this season get, got to a rocky start, people were going to be unhappy. A lot of people will just come out and say it. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's out there. That it's Wheeler and Oscar that, that, that have the locker room somewhat divided and beefing. And you, you, you will see those two's body language towards one another on the court not always be rainbows and butterflies. Wheeler will put his hands up a lot at Oscar. Oscar is not afraid to put his hands up at Wheeler, kind of like, what are you, what, what's going on? What are you doing? Why, why would you go, go this way, do that? Uh, there's a lot of times you can put their hands up with both of them, with whether it's Oscar's defense and sometimes Wheeler's defense, unfortunately, or some goofy Wheeler passes. But you also got a lot of stats and metrics come out yesterday saying, hey, and, and oh, you got another anonymous coach article, and this time it's from Jeff Goodman. So weird how these coaches that hate Cal Perry, when they see a little bit of chance to throw some dirt on them, they don't waste their opportunities to do such. Also, there's... If you didn't read the Jeff Goodman, because you probably didn't, because he writes. And you shouldn't. Plays. Yeah, you shouldn't. You can tell Jeff Goodman doesn't write anymore because it was bad. Like, like I'm, I'm, I mean this. He was trying to be profound, and it's like, dude, you're. It's like I, I've had this before as a person who writes for a living, where you're like, man, I have something good here, but just the words kind of suck. Like that's what Jeff Goodman did. Like he was just trying to do like a. It's time for Cal to get fired, and he had his stats of like. It's been this many days since they won NCAA tournament game. It's like, well, yeah, uh, no poop. Uh, that's not changed at all, Jeff. The the problems are with this team much more pervasive, much more particular to it. And he had like three quotes. It, it at least with Dana O'Neill's, there was a lot of like, there was a lot of there was a lot of meat to it. And this one was just like some person using an expletive to describe Kentucky's offense. It was just it was very low quality. Article. It's just kind of what Jeff Goodman, unfortunately, has turned into. But UK's offense is not the major issue. Yeah, it's the defense. Not that, it, not the that it's pretty and perfect all the time. So bad now. And the numbers back that up. The UK's offense is has been better than some other Calipari offenses. Points per possession. The um, There's also, like John Gasway said, it's the most shots that a team could possibly shoot because they're rebounding 40% of their misses. Like, and And that's... I think that gets to the greater point about this team, TJ, is that we thought the offense was the biggest problem for like the first month or two of the season, and now it's pretty clear that it's the defense that's the big problem. And that's that's the whole like you you, you think it's one thing, and no wait, no, it turns out it's another. It's just the whole damn thing. That's that's where my problem. Cause like, not a, yeah, it's not a good basketball team. I think we've been clear on that. Yeah, because like I, I I was Mr. Severe Wheeler hater train for the longest time, and. You know what, now I'm like, well, at least he's being aggressive on offense, but my God, Severe, can you not just get beat straight to the basket off the dribble? It's... Apparently not. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but you're to starting... your point, though, is the, the crows are, the buzzards are circling. 
you're starting to see more metrics about UK and the lineups that are working and the lineups that don't. And it's clear now that CJ Frederick's healthy, him and Reeves need to be playing and they need to be playing together. That is how you help spacing all throughout the floor. Will that completely solve UK's defensive issues? It will not. But I think Cal really needs to be more willing to play long stretches. I'm talking this should be your starting lineup and you play it till people need a break. Of Wallace, Reeves, CJ, don't care who the four is, and then Oscar at the five. And even Oscar at the five, I don't. he doesn't need to be playing 40 minutes a game. Get your gun in there or play a little bit of small ball where if assuming Toppin's going to be able to come back, hopefully he will. I'm not so sure if he will, though. On Saturday, yeah. But Tennessee, if Kentucky, if Cal does the stupid crap, and I wanted to say another word there, if he does the stupid crap starting lineups that he has done lately, where you blink Roush and UK's down 13 to 2, 17 to 5, you, you can point out to every single one of UK's losses, I think with the exception of maybe Michigan State, where UK just comes out totally flat. And it's not a coincidence, they're playing lineups that cannot score. And if he plays a Wheeler, Wallace, Livingston, Ware, Oscar, or Collins, Oscar, or even Toppins, Oscar. If you've got Livingston at the three and you've got two other bigs and you've got Wallace at the point, that means you have one shooter on the floor. If he plays that lineup against Tennessee, UK, and I'm not being, this is not hyperbole, they will not break 40 points. Nope. That's not a joke. They will not break 40 points against one of the best defenses in the conference. Cal has to sacrifice defense a little bit, which can't really get much worse than it's already been. Yeah, I, you're, it's already it, that bad. You have to go all in on offense. we got to just try to score as you many points have as to. possible. And that means Wallace, Reeves, Frederick, one, two, and three. Don't care about the four. Oscar should still be the predominant five, but he needs breaks too. That needs to be your lineup. Has to be your lineup. And why, like, of all the lineups he'll do, why won't he put Yagano with Oscar as well? And uh, I think this is a basketball Benny brain thing of mine. Let Oscar play the four. He can knock down jumpers. He can. He, well, if, I if think the argument, him, though, is that he's better. Like, he can, but he's better closer to the basket. In, well, in everything, because then on defense, cool. then they're just going to pick and roll him to Jesus. I guess it it would be different well, if you're going to do with defense. They're going to do that regardless. True, true. But if you have Uganda as your five, or even if you have your Collins as a five, exactly, you're going to get some rim protecting when people get beat on defense, or it's just it's harder to throw over that dude when you've got that guy flailing his arms like one of those inflatable car sales arms guy. It it, it makes everything more difficult. Shots, anything, but on offense. When things get so crowded and they double or triple team Oscar in the post, why not bring him out, let the other big who cannot shoot, whether it's Uganda, whether it's Ware, Toppin can a little bit. So if you have Toppin and maybe you don't have to do this so much, but Toppin needs to be, you know, he needs to be motivated, needs to be hungry. But if it's Ware or Collins or Uganda, let them play in the paint and bring Oscar out a little bit. And you may say, well, why would you take your best rebounder out of position? Let that dude go crash the boards. Who's getting in that guy's way? And he may pick up a foul or two. That's all right. But the spacing, we're, I'm switching back and forth between offense and defense, and that's because it's all problematic it's all and it's yeah. all an issue. But 
if you are going to play Reeves and Frederick like you absolutely 100% should, it's probably not going to make you necessarily a lot better defensively. Uh, again, don't think it can really make you much worse. Then have a shot blocker in there to help make up for some people getting beat on defense. Play Ugana and Oscar together. And I just hate, love Calipari. Love, you know, again, love him as a person. Don't like what he's done with the basketball program lately. But I hate that, like, other people know the lineups better than the head basketball coach that is actually getting to make the decisions. This isn't quarterback couch coaching, Roush. This is everybody sees it but the dude who's making the lineups. And then once South Carolina got up and UK started to tighten up a little bit and realized, like, oh, no, we may actually lose this game, he started to play the right lineups. And UK would go on to outscore South Carolina. Really outscored him in the second half. And really, once he put in the right lineups, they 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 outplayed him. It was just unfortunately too much to overcome. They couldn't get over the hump. Wheeler threw some bad turnovers. And you have to be willing to go sit Wheeler's butt on the bench. You have to. There is some truth. I think Sack said it yesterday that like these people, Oscar and Wheeler can make mistakes and nobody else can. Why? And I think that's why I think it's a totally fair question. Why? What are those two? Oscar, we know. At least he's rebounding. But he gives up a ton defensively. He'll take a bad shot here or there, and I'm normally all right with that. If it's open, fine. But, like, when Wheeler's making bad mistakes, it is killing Kentucky. What's it hurt to go put somebody else in? And Tuesday was a little bit different with Wallace being out. Okay. But if Wallace is back, Wheeler needs to be on the bench more than one minute, two minutes a game. Come on. I'm worried, too, about Wallace because Uh the – the kind of whispers about his back spasms. Because my, like, you know, tinfoil hat here is just like, well, was, was he really having back spasms? Is, or is he just pissed off like the rest of them? No. You know? um, That'd be kind of crappy to quit on your team eight minutes into a game and be like, I'm done with this. Right, right. Well, I, the more I dug in, the more I realized, like, apparently he's just been dealing with them all year. And now they're getting worse. I think Jack Pilgrim said that it's been like an issue for him the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, you know, he'd go out of high school games and AAU games with some back spasms. So, so it like, wasn't necessarily a surprise when people that have been following him longer than we have noticed right. that he had back spasms. Yeah, yeah. Which So that that um, that worries me, though. That, that's like yeah. at any given moment, you might just lose basically your only other point guard option. Because I know Reeves had the ball in his hands a lot at Illinois State, but he's get, shown you no confidence in being – strong with the ball in his hands that he can do that even temporarily. Um, so I it's bad. Bad it's not good right now. And it's bad, um, okay. Oh man. I just don't want to think about Saturday. Don't want to think about it. Well, you got nothing to lose because everybody's assuming you're gonna get blown out. So play offensive minded lineups because if you try to do any of the clogging the paint and having people that are going to be wide open from 18 feet that can't shoot you're going to get you're going to you're going to lose about 30 or 40 points and you're not going to break 40 points. Yeah. So have offense in mind, know you're going to have to at least score some points. If that gives up points against Tennessee, so be it. But the the bad lineups have to stop. They they really do. Uh, hey, if you beat Tennessee, wouldn't this week just be a wash? We thought it was going to be a one and one week to begin with. I think uh, I, I would be absolutely. It'd be one of the biggest. Wouldn't it be a net win. positive? It. Uh, I'd probably be actually if we're talking the net, probably a net negative because South Carolina is so 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 That's so true. bad on the net. 
But at the end of the day, if you thought you were going to have a one-on-one week, you have a really embarrassing home loss, but you have a, one of the better home or away wins on the season, yeah, you could live with that. Uh, that being said, I think it'd be the most surprising win in the Calipari era, which what do we think is the most surprising win in the Calipari era? The manner of which Kansas last year has got to be up there. You can make a case for 2011 against Ohio State and that Sweet 16 game. That, was, that, Ohio that State was, team was the Wichita State loaded. when they were undefeated. Like, I thought UK was going to beat Wichita State. Yeah, I mean they were still under. Like that was going to take a while. Like, I guess, I guess to your point, at least going into that game, they had been playing well, and you had a little bit of belief that it could happen. You were just like, this team's more talented. They're more talented. But you're like, got- oh god, are they actually going to do it? Um, man, yeah, that Ohio State one was a big surprise. Last year, Kansas does go, um, it does have to be one of them though, because. Uh, we knew Kentucky was good, but like they completely controlled them for almost the entire game. Yeah. Um, let me rattle my brain here. Rattle my brain. Here. Oh, that's kind of tough. You know, the, most most of the time, UK fans go into basketball games thinking they're going to win, so it's not usually too often. Or you know, knowing that there's there's not a ton of candidates. But I'm open all ears if you got anything on the Thornton's text line. We're due for a break. We'll come back. We'll maybe get into that text line. We need to talk a little football as well, which. Uh, Better, more optimistic news there, so that's exciting. Uh, so we'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. Kentucky Roll Call, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Huge development of Big X Sports Radio Studios. I can now hear out of both headphones. Wow, that's big. Congrats. I cannot. Thanks, Justin. You did it. You fixed it. I didn't do anything. No, you you did it. Take credit for it. Scooch was having some issues this morning and had to call Trevor, which is never a person you need to rely on, no. especially before 7 a.m., really before 2 p.m., mm-hmm. and that's not a joke, and supposedly answered on the second call? Second call. Unbelievable. Whoa. I was gonna call him, so I had called Calvin earlier this week. He's our anything's possible. He's that our happens. he's our tech guy. When I had problems earlier this week, so I called him. So I was like, oh, I want to give him a break. Don't want to hit him up twice in a week. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just call Trevor. I had a number at seven. I was like, I'm gonna call him seven times. He doesn't answer. I'll call Calvin. Second time picks up. I was like, what? It's a Christmas miracle. It really is. If that guy's buying our Mega Millions for tomorrow, maybe maybe we're onto something. He's waking up on the second phone call. Need some mega billions, baby. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Thursday morning. It's raining, storming. We could hear it at the studio. Just be careful. Probably a good day, Roush, to get some lunch at Salsaritas, I think. Oh, it's always a great day, but especially when it's dreary outside, you're not... He's feeling a little down. Salsaritas will pick you right back up, especially some of that hot salsa. And 
No, no, I did it. I did it. I said the words, and now my mouth is just mm. – dr- I'm Pavlov over here. Um, but, man, that's, that hot salsa is so good because it's got the a little bit of heat, but, like, you still enjoy all the flavors, and that is the perfect amount of hot. So good. Try it yourself um, today. Seriously, go try it right now. They've got two locations. And download that before you go. Can't do it right now. They don't open until 11. Maybe you can just go wait at the door. Something, a move that you've I, done. I have, I have done that. <laughs> I just got there. I was like, all right, well, I'm a little early. I guess I need to wait. But uh, they open at 11, and mm-hmm. when they open, they're open, baby. Have the app ready to rock, ready mm-hmm. to roll. You'll get some Salsaritas bucks. Save yourself some time. Save yourself some money. Quick, convenient, spectacular. Salsaritas, deliciously different. I noticed, TJ, you found the uh, the Dream Makers graphic. Yeah, Buddy sent it to me. Oh. Actually, a Louisville fan, Buddy, so shout out to him. I appreciate it. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's not happy with there, the Kenny Payne era. There was I, also I another one, too, that had like a list of like all of their accolades and accomplishments. Like It was like a by-the-numbers graphic. That one was entertaining, too. Yeah, I think that was the one I was thinking about. But this one is this one th- works. This one was uh, this one existed as well. You've got the Again, organ assistant. It's like equipment manager guy and it, Peyton Pritchard. And it is a, it is you are setting yourself up to be made fun of by your rivals when you do stuff like that. But uh, it's it's a place any it is a thing any place with a new coach is going to do. Yeah, you're right. going to like celebrate those coaches' accolades at their previous stop. It's a no-brainer move. Yes, you may take a little heat from that fan base, but you're going to do it. So when Cincinnati does it, and they're like, hey, we hired a guy that had 50 sacks in 2022. It's a totally normal thing to do. L fans live in their own little sports bubble where very few of them just follow sports like outside of the University of Louisville Athletics. And that's why they embarrass themselves time and time again by making a big stink about Cincinnati celebrating that their new defensive coordinator had 50 sacks, number one in the nation, in 2022. How many sacks did they get against UK, L this past year? Ooh, it wasn't very many. It actually Couldn't have been more than two. It actually might have been the lowest uh, total all year long. Give me two seconds. Do you still feel good about the UK L game next year, Rush? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because Kentucky should be better. I do as well. I do think Louisville will make it more competitive and probably will get a win in the Braham era, unlike Satterfield was able to do. Yeah. So I mean, happy. Like, I'm not... so happy the UK didn't lose to that dork. I mean, it, it'll be closer, but there's also a, like, it's going to – they will get some big wins. Like, they'll probably beat Notre Dame at home this year. But I still just don't trust that they're, they're Jimmy's and Joe's right away. I know he's done well in the transfer portal, but, like, they're high school recruits. You don't expect them to go out and make a bunch of, make a bunch of, a ton of consistent impact in year one, especially by the end of the year when teams are all banged up. Um, yeah, Louisville had two sacks, two sacks, and they averaged like five. That was probably the lowest UK allowed all year. Louisville and Georgia, surprisingly, the two teams that Kentucky's offensive line protected. And Will Levis the best. I wonder why that is. You you avail you can make a case that like they were ACC talent and they had a lot of success against ACC teams, but but Georgia, there's no really rationalizing that. I think the Georgia did a lot of just we're just going to do four man pressures and and, not give up the big play because that's the only way we're losing. Yeah, and 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 they also just like Jalen Carter wasn't doing a lot of twists and stunts, and then in Louisville's case, Louisville was just blitzing their brains off. 
So when they blitz their brains off, you get out of Will Levis's hands quick. That's what. That's how Josh Caddis got like a sixty-yard gain on that first drive, right? Because they blitz their brains off, and somebody got left wide open. Uh, Gosh, I don't think I've ever seen a human football player run slower than Caddis during that play. <laughs> like you know, people were having a tough time getting them down, but holy smokes, you well, because it's one thing too. Where like, I think I went to the bathroom and came back, and he was still running. If you put him next to normal people too, like he's fast. But against college defensive backs, he's it, it's, it looks like he's at a snail's pace in the open field. No, nah, I, I, I get it, yeah. and that's fine. It was a big gain. That's all I was happy about, and the Cats went on to uh, double up the cards, and it was a lot of fun. A text around the Thornton text line. We're going to jump way ahead here. Yesterday went chronological order. Reverse. Most re- yeah, most recent to oldest. And uh, but normally we go the other way, but we'll jump ahead to this one. This says the Tennessee win in the nine and seventeen season was solid. The win at Tennessee, yeah, that was weird. Like UK and Tennessee for yeah. a little bit were like losing at home with each other, but winning on the road. That was uh, that, Schofield, Grant Williams, PJ Washington. No, no, no. The nine and seventeen, nine and seventeen season. Oh, but with, like didn't, didn't PJ P- Boston? Didn't PJ win down there though? I or think they. I just... at, uh, no. They beat number one Tennessee at Rupp handedly, but maybe in 18 they did. I don't know. Okay, okay. But uh, definitely that 9 and 17 season (laughs) had a win in Knoxville, which was very, very bizarre. So, Texter, good point. That's one that definitely should be up there. Uh, I was also thinking that the U.S. Murray teams, like, we had higher confidence then, but they, I felt like they won some games that they probably shouldn't have. I don't know which ones, though. Yeah, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, did you know that – I didn't realize this either because at the time it felt like they were beating some really good basketball teams, but Kentucky didn't beat one Ken Palm team in Cal, top 30 Ken Palm team in Cal's first season. Because, like, Cal – or, or not Cal. UNC and Louisville all kind of dropped by the wayside by season's end. But, and, like, their two biggest wins were Mississippi State and SEC play, and they didn't even make the tournament. Hmm. Kind of crazy in that hindsight. Crazy. You just don't, I mean, it didn't feel like it, but huh, weird how that works. Keep the text coming in, 502-414-1450. Uh, Roush, what's the newest What's the newest in football world? The latest scuttlebutt? Mm-hmm. Um, I found it interesting that Justin Rogers was tweeting about BBN last night. Do you find that interesting? No. What? Yeah. <laughs> find that interesting? <laughs> it just goes back to your... You're like, this dude loves getting recruited more than he loves playing football. Yeah, I, I think you're pulling it up now. I think they probably found out that Chewy was going to have to stay in Lexington due to nil obligations. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he's having a second uh, a second thoughts. But, yeah, he tweeted, like, uh, always appreciate the coaches and the fans, BBN. So, what, does he need something to get signed off on? I don't know. I don't know. But I there, there wasn't, like, hard feelings tweets. But kind of beating around the bush, and so now he's being nice. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. I think he's supposed to be at Alabama this weekend. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see. Smoke, uh, Smoke ultimately decided to commit to Colorado. Great fit for him. Great spot. If I if I had one year of eligibility left, and 
I would strongly consider Colorado if I was Cavassier Smoke. One, it'd be a fun place to go spend a year. Second, oh, yeah, just beautiful. Think of those like, Pac-12 yeah. road trips you're going to get to go on. The Totally different than Southeastern Conference. Probably a lot more empty stadiums, but yeah, like cool, true. cool places, nice weather in a lot of them. Uh, yeah, good for him. I'll be rooting for him. I, I kind of wanted him at Troy, but totally get the Colorado so, move. I the the one thing about Colorado because like it it will be cool to be on Coach Prime's first team. I don't. I, I still think he's going to be a second fiddle there. I don't think he's going to be their primary guy, and I think they're going to be bad. I mean, they'll be. I mean, they'll probably be like six and six, maybe. I would guess. Um, but yeah, I, you're trading that for being like the main back. For a good Sun Belt team, so like, you know, I, I would have thought after doing the SEC thing, he would try to just be the guy at a smaller school. But hey, to each his own. He likes the, he obviously likes the the swag, right? The 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 glitz, the glam, of of it all. Um, I'm doing a horrible job making it sound cool. I'm sounding like the biggest square ever. Like, he really likes the the glitz and the glamour of a Coach Prime. I think they probably just got him there, and they were like. Your name, your last name is Smoke. This is Colorado. Yeah, what, come on. What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah, good point. Did you see what uh, what, what, the, what the Pac-12 did though? No, what they they are run by the, the oh yeah yeah because they're idiots. Uh, just a bunch of people who don't know how things work. Um, just really dumb, dumb, stupid people. So right now, Colorado's opener is TCU Week One. So, like, that's kind of a big deal. You're playing the team that was in the national championship a year ago. But during the pregame for the national championship on college game day, uh, Coach Prime leaked, uh, had Herbie leak that they're working on playing week zero uh, against Arizona State. Okay. So you get like a power, you get a power five matchup week zero. The like, week zero matchups are really bad. We yeah, oh, they always are. But like, if you just get one or two power five games, we're like, okay, we'll watch it. Like everybody watched that stupid Northwestern um, win over Nebraska in Ireland this year because it was a power five conference game. Like, we're gonna watch it. Once it leaked, the Pac twelve said, "Oh, cats out of the bag. We're not doing this anymore. We're not even gonna crest the waiver now to make it happen." What are you doing, Pac twelve? You want eyeballs? Here you go. Everybody's going to watch Coach Prime in Week Zero, even if it is an awful game, which it would be. Arizona State versus Colorado. That's a terrible football game. But we don't watch it. Definitely would watch it. And you're just – nobody's going to watch it happen later on in the season. You idiots. Oh, gosh. Pac-12 can't get out of its own way. I always wish UK would play Week Zero or do something different than just playing on Saturday to open the season against a bad team. Yeah, even if they played a bad team in Week Zero, um, like North Carolina played a FCS team in Week yeah, Zero. Yeah, just do last something year. to separate yourself and get more eyeballs on on the old. Yeah, getting Devin Leary out there throwing like six touchdowns in Week Zero would against, be great. Uh, what about pulling? About? What about pulling a Louisville and playing on Thursday? I'm fine with that. I've talked about that as well. Yeah, um, I don't want it every week. I don't want it where it's like Thursday, but next especially week Friday, s- then the following week Thursday. Season opener is even better because you're the first. Everybody's watching that night. Like, Everybody's so hungry for football. Th- that, that Purdue Penn State game, a ton of people watch. People watch Tennessee beat the snot out of Ball State. You know, like you just you just want to see football that first weekend. So Thursday, mm-hmm. I'm here for. It. And you also, it's not like you're punishing yourself. Because typically the Thursday night games, it's two less days to get ready for the game. Well, if you're opening the season on Thursday, you're getting two days to recover for week two. 
makes even more sense. But I, that I think is more up to ESPN than anything. Um, but yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm happy to talk. Like we're here, we are talking about football games in August and September because it's exciting. It's fun. The Devin Leary air. Like I'm, I, Liam Cohen's going to be talking for like 25, 30 minutes a day. Folks are going to get fired up. Looking forward to it. You're going to be at Top Golf with your computer doing the press conference and playing some Top Golf. It's going to be a nice little Thursday for Rocky wow. Boy. Wow. That is another. Everybody's so sick of me talking about UK's 2023 schedule here in January and totally get it. Uh, just get used we're, to we're, it. Though. We're avoiding Kentucky basketball right now. Just let us, let us deal with it. <laughs> we're, we're not avoiding it. Oh, I am. But I am. we have pretty <laughs> much talked it to death. But starting with Ball State, EKU, and Akron, like, Leary's numbers should be kind of bonkies going yeah. into oh, like yeah. the first meaningful game, which is an SEC road trip to Vanderbilt. But like he should, there should be some like SEC offensive player of the week somewhere in UK's offense, and that's a good way to rinse the bad taste of last season's offense out of everybody's mouth. Is just by lighting up that scoreboard against 50, fifty burgers, baby. No, no joke. They should now. Stoops always doesn't seem to be a huge fan of points or sometimes just wants to get out of games healthy. Not this year, baby. You gotta light that you gotta light up the scoreboard. And you've got too many weapons on offense. Last year stunk. It's a good opportunity for UK to really get folks excited. And I, and, and context will be important. When UK's three and and averaging, you know, forty two points per game before they head into SEC play, I think people are going to be smart enough to realize, like, okay, this was, look at the opponent. It'll be fair, but we still want it. It'll still get us excited. So that's going to be fun because it's exactly what's going to happen, Roush. You know Cohen's going to be hungry to get out there and put up some points as well with that team. Uh, and it'll be a good way to kind of get the offense's feet wet before before they get into the the nitty-gritty, because it yeah. really does get into the nitty-gritty pretty quickly. Florida football seems to be melting, and I'm all did, here did for Did we it. talk about that yesterday? No, we did not. Oh, yeah. So give a give a little. Um, the Basically, Florida hired Billy Napier to recruit well. Things weren't looking good. Remember he wrote that open letter to fans last year, and we were all mocking him before the first game? Yeah, we, game. Had, a good, we had a good time. And that, that was because they lost Jaden Rashada to Miami. Well, this, this big quarterback – they upped their nil efforts, and they flipped him from Miami. Now he's not showing up to campus because the checks aren't clearing. Crazy. Is that why? Yeah. I mean, that's the – that's the. So where, they're, is, he, they're, where is he going to go? They're not saying it out loud, but that's what they're alluding to. And that, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe back to Miami? There's a little part of me that wishes I could just fast forward to – five years just to see like where this nil stuff is with everybody because at some point some of the big donors are just gonna be like yeah I, i'm i'm sad no well, like you know no i can't give i can't ever not every year i'm sorry especially once you get some bad return on investments i mean that's because i mean it's inevitable not every one of these five-star kids plays like a five-star hey that's why the nba got rid of the that's well, why they made the one and done rule yeah because nba teams were like yeah we're sick of giving these people 26 million dollars and then they turn out to be darko milicic yeah. Like, can't do it. No thanks. He had a great career. Did he? Is that what you consider a great career? Yeah. I mean, he, oh, I got he hung around for a while. He, he did. Had a, he yeah. had a rich career. Exactly. Yeah. I guess that's great if that's the way if you're, you're looking Darko, at it. None fear anybody Scoots, else. do you give any nil money to IU? No, hell no. What? 
I'm not giving no money to anybody. IU got smack it down yesterday. I was hoping we avoided yeah. that. What, what's going on, Scoots? I Dude, no it is idea. tough to pick the most disappointing team in the region. No, I still I think mean, it's UK because I actually thought these goobers could go to the Final Four. I'm an idiot, though. Me and my roommate were talking last night. It really is just sad how bad the area teams are. Indiana, Kentucky, and Louisville. Xavier's the best area but, team. But when you think about it. Sean Miller, what's up? Indiana and Kentucky are still levels above Louisville. I mean, Louisville's the worst team, most disappointing team in this area, hands down. Well, I mean, UK did beat them by like 24 points. Yeah. In a game that I think U of L's effort was pretty good, yeah. all things considered. Yeah, no, U of L obviously the much worse team of the bunch, but expectations have to play into it. Sure. Like everybody knew you you took you could take one look at U of L's roster in the offseason and say this team is going to be horrible, which we did here on Kentucky Roll Call. At least we got that one right. Yeah, at least we got that one right. Um But, but yeah, sorry, Scoots. Penn State's all right though. They're pretty good. They're they're yeah, they're, they're good. a tricky little team. Yeah. They may be a team in the tournament some folks won't want to, to see. Not a they team that will They shoot a four, thousand but. threes, and if they're going in, you're in trouble. Folks, you, you mentioned Xavier earlier. TJ, they got a nice win over Creighton yesterday. A lot of people talking about Xavier. Xavier top, I think they're number 12 in the country right now. Sean Miller, I, I would love him at Kentucky. A guy whose legacy has, like, he, he needs to repair it, right? Oh. He's got to be hungry. Oh, yeah. My only issue is, would he leave Xavier twice? Yeah. Left him once. Yeah. He would would he do him. it again? Yeah. Would he? I don't know if he would leave it this quickly, though. The only like, thing- if, it's, if, it's, if Cal leaves after this year, I don't think Sean Miller is just going to one and done Xavier. Maybe, maybe not. But the only thing is, is like, what, what about money? Mm, yeah. He's been he was spending a lot of it on players, so I'm sure he he could use some. Oh, he's getting paid five million. What? That can't be right. No. No. Okay. I mean, maybe over the life of like a three year deal or something. Two point nine. Okay. No, he made two point nine his last season in Arizona. There's no way Xavier's paying that dude. But like, if let, let's just say he's getting paid. Two million a year at Xavier. I'm gonna look it up during the break. We need to go to a break. If UK comes out with like a seven million, you're making five million dollars more a year. You'd go hug everybody at Xavier and say thank you so much. You all are the best. If it doesn't work out at UK, I'll come right back and we can do stint number three here. But like, it's five extra million dollars a year on a probably a six year deal. Thirty extra million dollars here at UK. Sorry, like I've got to think about my kids' kids and their kids. So, see you later, Musketeers. Oh, you know what it is. Xavier's a private school. So they don't have to disclose yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But they were, play, they were paying Steele, I think, $1.7 million. Anyway, well, he's probably still getting paid by Arizona, too. Or do you think the new Xavier would offset it? I don't know. And also, did maybe... Sometimes they, that's what happens. Is, yeah. All right, we're, we're hour one done. We're long overdue for it. We'll come back. We'll get to the Thornton's text line. Don't go anywhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Roll Can't wait to see what the text line's got. Roll call. She'll start by kicking out of her shoes. Losing earring in her brain. Leave her jacket in the bathroom stall. Contact, I'm Over? 
you say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Taylor. Also known as Scooter Dingus. Scoots, you doing the spear show today? I am. Yeah. You having some beers? Tuesday today? through Friday. No I beers? wasn't able to listen yeah. yesterday, unfortunately. Did he rip the caps a new one? He was exactly like I thought he was going to be. I told you all he was going to be grumpy, get off my lawn, old man. That's exactly what he was. Yeah, but what does he that was, mean in the context of an embarrassing loss to South Carolina? He was just grumpy. Ah, oh, cats stink. He's And he's also doing, um, he's three days, no Pepsi. He's a Pepsi addict, and he's, like, quitting Pepsi, so he was super grumpy. Oh. Yeah. So wait, was, he, was he the hard stuff or the diet stuff? Uh, hard stuff. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. It's funny because I was talking to him. He'd be a Pepsi guy over a Coke guy. I was talking to him. Yeah, very really embarrassing. I wouldn't say that publicly on radio if I were him. It was a Tuesday show, I believe it was. He was like, man, I'm trying to debate if I want to go to the grocery store or not. I was like, what well, you got to go to the grocery for? And he had just told me his wife had went to the grocery store earlier in the day. And I was like, "What? she went earlier. What are you doing? And he was like, yeah, but she refuses to pick me up Pepsis. And I, was, I just started laughing. So he was going to make a special trip to the grocery just so he could get him some Pepsi. Oh, heavens. <laughs> I guess it? he just decided to quit. Is that what older couples fight about? <laughs> yeah. She said, he said she didn't want him to die. Hmm. I went several years without having a soft drink just all together. And now probably like once a year I'll have a Coke. I used to, when I was in high school, in grade school, I was a, Coke machine, Coca-Cola machine. <laughs> but then I was like, you know, these are bad for you. I'm just going to quit cold turkey and did for several several years. But ever on like special occasions, I would have a Coke. But now I've been having like a Sprite once a week. Nice. Living large. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Taking a Interesting chance. They, make my throat, they just make my throat feel better. I don't know if it's like I've just, it's a all mental that I've brought that, but if I ever have like the slightest, scratchiest throat, I'm like, I'll just go have a Sprite. And the wife gets the really, really small cans. So, Ooh, love the small cans. Yeah. Makes because my hands feel ginormous like I'm Uncle Jack and Always Sunny. Well, the thing, <laughs> the thing about the small cans too is I, I don't want a ton of my soft drink. And if I'm making a mixed drink, that's two mixed drinks. It's perfect for mixed drinks. Um, so I, I'm curious, though. You, you go with Sprite. Um, caffeine-free. I don't know how you live your life without caffeine. Because that's like my – we I have think mal- if you just don't like – if it doesn't get your claws into you, then you're all right. My my wife does Diet Dew is her – Diet Mountain Dew is her – that's her caffeine – kick that she might do maybe one a day or she'll get like the little mio energy things and that's her like way i'm just coffee and then something about a, a soft drink with pizza it's so good oh i it's just so good my go-to after high school every day i'd get home from saint x i'd get one of those little stouffer's mac and cheese that you'd have to cut into the film and i'd up. have that i'd have a coke pretty much about 3 30 every day every day that those are not healthy <laughs> that no, is not, that no, is not that healthy is... that is not a healthy combination and I also wasn't taking it easy on lunch at St. X which had the best lunches I think in probably all of high school I would imagine uh, I would be going to town on those lunches as well so I was a growing boy 
And that was actually probably when I was at like my thinnest, all things considered. Metabolism. Back in the day, it was a thing of beauty. But good for Spears. I, I, good for him quitting the Pepsis. Yep. But gosh, Pepsis are gross. Yeah, they really I agree. Are. Also, I'd be the type he, of guy where be like, is Pepsi okay? No, nah, I'll just get a water. Yeah. <laughs> he could just switch to diet, too. But Diet Pepsi is so gross, too. Diet Pepsi is better than Diet Coke. Coke's better than Pepsi, but Diet Pepsi better than Diet Coke. Coke Zero is the Coke Zero is, the is way horrible. To go. No, it's horrible. It's the way to go. It is the way to go. That's Scoot, like you also back drink before like, I did the the cutoff. I was on a Coke Zero kick. It was good. Yeah, you, you also just drink like the gar- most garbage sugary. That's true. You stuff. do. You, you and Trevor love point. your garbage mm-hmm. sugary stuff. He's just got a point here. Like the, Red Bull. No, you you'll have yeah. like um, an orange soda or a big red or you know just like the stuff that like kids drink. This is ra- that's rare though. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I'm only having about one soda a week, maybe two. Really? Yeah. I, I don't see you in there. I drink a lot of water now. Look at this big old bottle. Wow, it's over halfway you. gone. I've drank all that today. Big stuff. Should we get to the Thornton Stacks line? Seems like a good time to do that. Yeah, Let's do it. Seem like See a good what time the, to do the, the folks have to bring up. I'm sure it's going to be uh, some uplifting UK basketball text. 502-414-1450. A texter says, I'm ashamed if you all are turning Scoots into a UK fan. Might need a new golf buddy this year. Must be one of your friends, Scoots. That's uh, my brother, yeah. Well, we've got him turned, but now we want him to turn I, back because things are bad. Well, no, I texted him last night, and I was like, I am not a U.K. fan, but I would be lying if I told you that Kentucky football may or may not have overtaken Indiana football. I just can't do it with Indiana football anymore. Oh, gosh, I saw Indiana football was, like, getting transfers from, like, College of Charleston. Woohoo! It, it wasn't College of Charleston, but it was about that level. And I was just like, oh, man, I remember when L fans were getting these players yeah, in and, like, yeah. trying to convince themselves. Like Georgia that, Military like, Academy. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, like, it's bad. You know, you want transfers from good schools, usually. Uh, I mean, again, you can get diamonds in the rough here and there. I think we got a receiver football, from Clemson. Did you? I didn't see that one. <laughs> but, gosh, IU football. Yeah. Snowing to throw him the ball. You can hop on the, the big blue Liam Cohen train. We're all Cohen heads around here. It's more entertaining. It's way more Cohen entertaining head. brand of football. Have you seen Liam lately? Yeah. Did you, did you see his looks, interviews? Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Gosh, Callie. Yeah. Want, you move out there and you just get healthier. and You lose weight. Do you, and do you, 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 you start glowing. I mean, I know you have family members that have, but like, I have noticed that when people move away from Kentucky, they drop weight like it's nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Do you have people that you know that? I mean, my sisters were skinny. All, to begin with? Uh, yeah. 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 Gosh, um, I, I knew. Uh, he used to work at uh, ESPN 680, but Spencer Keatman? Kite, Kite, what was his last name? Uh, I don't know. You know no, what I'm no, talking no, about? No. no. Uh, he used to work there. He moved to Arizona and just like, I mean, not that he was like big or chubby or anything like that, but now he moved to Arizona and got like looked like ripped. skeleton. No, not ripped, just oh. like totally skinny. Huh. I mean, it looked good. I will say that I they guess. do kind of shame you in some of those places. Like if you're, that's true. You, you have to get better, or, or else like you're just stick out like a sore thumb. And it's also because they like do outdoor sports because the weather's good. They don't just sit and watch sports. Well, it's hot all the time too, so they're probably sweating more. It's true. I'm man. I lived in Arizona. The amount of sweat. That's true. A lot of sweating out there. Scoots calling out the fans at Rupp is some real victim shaming. IMO. It was a bad take. So, admittedly, I was not watching the beginning of the game. Wow. <laughs> I didn't turn it on till it was thirteen to two. So, 
looking back, I had no right to talk in that situation, and I apologize. No, I, the crowd was good on Tuesday. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't the issue. Yeah, and apparently that's the uh, that's the new thing to do, though. Is because um, I, I think PTI did it. And um, what did PTI do? I don't know. I I, I watched it the other day for the I first time. I can't believe PTI time. is still on the air. Who is watching PTI? <laughs> I guess enough people. Uh, a, I say that pretty much about all of ESPN's programming. Like, you know, who who are these people watching? But I think a lot of people just default to it. Like, you know. Yeah, and I I, I still on Saturday mornings will turn on Sports Center just as you know a default um, sort of thing. But yeah, you you make a good point. We're a cocoa melon Saturday morning family. <laughs> we'll see. We have to eventually like. All right, we got to turn it off. Blaze in the monster machines. We got to watch something else. So. We avoided Coco Melon too. That uh, Coco Melon, it gets the baby's it, attention. It, it, cre- it creeps me the hell and out. And Miss Rachel, oof. what's I've your heard about Miss Rachel? I've heard she's, she's she always her has job. her little bra strap showing. What's the one? You think that she'd just pull up her sweater, but she doesn't. I think she knows what she's doing. What's the one kid show that you all just don't mind? Because I know I majority like Bluey is just a good show. Bluey's I know majority show, of them are probably pretty annoying. You ever watched just Bluey? On. No, I haven't. You would you would enjoy it, Scoot. Some of them now they. It can, because it, it has the little heartwarming moments with the parents, but they also slip in a few parent jokes too. Yeah. Oh, nice. There's one episode where like the parents are super hungover and the kids are really annoying them, and we're yeah. like, man, that's relatable. <laughs> Very relatable. <laughs> um, there's also uh, one too where they um, uh, they accuse Bluey's dad of ha- making a fluffy in Bluey's face, and they have like a trial to see if Bluey's dad farted on Bluey's face. Very funny. <laughs> Very funny. I don't think I've seen that one. I've it's seen it's a, a new one. I've seen a lot it's of a them. Very, it's a new one. Season three. Check it out. Don't spoil it, Rouse. Uh, I won't. Very good stuff. <laughs> I don't give away the ending there. <laughs> oh, all right. Another texture on the Thornton's text line says, yeah, guys, let's take Patino back at UK. It's not like our current coach, who is clueless, owned him for nearly a decade. He's a dinosaur, too. Yeah, I, I mean, admittedly. I don't, think, I don't think any of us have Patino at the top of our list, but I also would not mind it. I, I, it is odd though that like Patino really just couldn't like Cal was in his head so bad. Yeah, he just he he I mean, it was first off so bad. UK did have the more talented teams in those games pretty much exclusively, and secondly, and that's not that's not stop Cal from losing to other teams though. Trust me, but. Yeah, it was a total like mental collapse from Patino, oh, where he man. just wanted to w- beat this guy so badly, beat UK so badly, and it ended up costing his team. Well, UK it, always played much looser, freer, yep, better. Louisville would tighten up. That I mean, that Sweet Sixteen name, they tightened up and choked that one away so bad. Oh, they had Love that one to pretty see much it. wrapped up. Yeah, man, I, you had to really blow that one to they be able to really, do. Really, really did. Uh, you also. Uh, I think Perrin Johnson would even talk about how crazy Rick would get whenever they would play UK. Um, yeah, Perrin, like Perrin, not good at tweet, Twitter at all. Yeah. 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 Is he still doing radio things? I don't I haven't, know. I haven't heard. I don't Wait, know. he's coaching uh, Fern Creek, the Creekers. That's good. Yeah. He can't be the head coach. No, no. He's uh, an assistant I think the head I don't coach say that because I feel like I would have heard that if you were the head coach. But yeah, he's a, he's an assistant out there. Yeah, Sharp is a genius in hindsight, says one texture on the Thornton sex line. He knew playing in this offensive system would be a bad business decision. Nah, would it though? He I, would just get the ball all the time. I get the joke, but he made 
the right choice given the circumstances. I just I think everybody's still still to this day confused how those circumstances unfolded. But yeah, he he was going to be a a high pick regardless. Who is going to be the number one pick this year? Is it the Wim Biombo? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm getting it. Um, man, we've got tornado warnings in um, Oru, Marion, Nelson, Washington County. So that uh, storm. Have you all seen the radar? This storm's crazy. Yeah, if y'all are out there, take cover, stay safe. I wouldn't uh, want to be in the studio if there was a bit, a, a tornado nearby. No, oh, it's safe. It stood the test of time. Has it? <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing appraisals today, folks. Oh. Good I'd probably cancel those. May have to. Oh, gosh. We're just so slow in appraising. So ready for this economy to pick back up. I will get there. Just got to get our crypto to catch Anybody want to know what their house is worth, you go ahead and you reach out to me. Because <laughs> I got the time. Can you sell it, too? I cannot sell it because that's not my job. Mm, so can't do that, won't you do can that. sell it. Yeah, that's what people are saying. No, no. Can't. Can't do that. Uh, another. Oh, speaking of storms, finished Ooh. Kaleidoscope last night. And you all watched it? No, is not it yet. Um, uh, our, our boy Beezy was the one who I saw tweeting about it. And I was like, oh, we're in kind of the market for a new show. I'm, this sounds intriguing. Oh, it's a show? <laughs> yeah, it's a show. I was hoping it was a movie. So the interesting thing about this show is it can, like, supposedly it's, Netflix gives it to everybody in different orders. Yeah, yeah. So have you heard Scoots, about this? If you. Start watching it, and I start watching it. All three of us will like. Oh, watch it yeah! This order. is the show yeah. where it makes sense regardless what order you watch it. Yeah, in. but except yeah. the finale, the the finale is the same for everybody. Okay, and it's about like a, it's a, a like a, it's a heist, right? Yeah, and the last episode is like the heist itself. But pretty interesting. Uh, hmm. I, I I did talk to the wife about. it. I was like, I wonder if they just made it in chronological order. And then somebody was just super stoned, and they were like, "What if can What if we just mixed them all up? Would it change anything?" And they were all probably like, "You know what? Actually, it wouldn't. It wouldn't change things." And it did make me think, like, could, well, "How many shows could you do this with, where you could just mix everything up and change things?" So here's the order that I had it in. I won't go through the colors, but like, the first episode was seven years before the heist. The second episode was six weeks before the heist. The third episode was five days before the heist. My fourth episode was 24 years before the heist. <laughs> My fifth episode was three weeks before the heist. The sixth episode was the morning after the heist. The seventh episode was six months after the heist. And then the eighth episode was the heist. That is a really interesting way to do heist. it. Heist. Heist. Is, how long episodes? Anywhere from... 40 to an hour. Okay. Most of them, I think, like around 45. Sounds... Uh, that, it's good. It's this, good. It's not the best the show I've ever seen, but it's good. This is the concept will work, though, because it has to be some sort of... You're, you're time traveling sort of deal. Yeah, and it's Because if fun. not, then it, it, it'd just be hard. And, and, like, though I don't think the wife enjoyed it as much as I did, but, like, it is fun and some... Like, you'll watch an episode, you'll be like, okay, that makes sense to me, and then you'll watch the next one, and you'll be like, oh... Okay, now that makes a lot of sense to me. So that like those developments were kind of fun. It was just something different, if nothing else. And and uh, the acting mostly good, but the gosh, there was one actress that, that was so bad, really pushed my buttons. I will <laughs> say this is the month of movie scoots for me, where it's like, all right, we don't have as much sports on TV, so I'm going to catch up on movies. I watched that uh, Glass Onion movie, which had you checked that one out. I thought it was all right. It was just all right. Yeah, it was fine. It was Entertaining fun, enough. Yeah, a fun little mystery. 
Um, there was another mystery that I watched recently too that is escaping me. Oh, where the crawdad sing? I mentioned that one. That movie's freaking awesome. That, that was one's good. on Netflix. Great. Really, really love that movie. Um, and then we got a couple. I saw a trailer for another mystery. It was like uh, murders at West Point. It's got Christian Bale and somebody plays Edgar Allan Poe. In oh. this, so that's on Netflix, and then I haven't heard about they've that got one. a new uh, Anola Holmes movie, which if uh, it's Millie Bobby Brown is Sherlock Holmes' little sister who's solving murders. Everybody so, loves Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, so that's I, just movies on deck to just keep trucking through the gloomy January. Text around the Thornton Stex line says, Scooch, that was a bad take. If you don't want a quiet arena, don't get down thirteen to two, showing no fight after an embarrassing loss. Yeah, Good hand point, up, Texter. Bad take. I'll admit it. And they did get loud later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, the end second, of the game was electric. Half, they were yeah. doing everything they could. Yeah. And, like, about that game, too, every time they went on a run, they'd give up some stupid, I mean, oh, we're going to cut it to three. Oh, we're going to cut it to one. And then six unanswered points by South Carolina. Come on. One other thing about Kaleidoscope. You should write down the order that you get it in, just so you can compare it with people after the fact. Uh, I did. but And also, it's not bad to write it down just so you know for your own like when What's you get to another on? episode, uh, and I, I took like very very I took one sentence notes about a, a recap of the episode just so it kind of makes sense to me. I had just, a, a, just a heads up if you're going to watch it. Somebody texted into the personal uh, Thornton's text on that um, he can vouch for TJ. Literally started it last night and almost completed all eight episodes. Got to the finale last night. Yeah. Who? Uh, Where are you getting that? Time? You don't, you he, don't he have you don't have a kid. No, he doesn't have a kid. You don't have yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, just engaged. So yeah. He's got all the time in the world. Oh, yeah. gosh. Soak it all up, buddy. And, and it really is. Maybe reconsider. There, there are some times where I love my kids. Having a blast. Like last night, we got the, the rocket ships out. Had a great time. It's a lot of fun hanging out with the kids. But there's also times where I'm like, How, we, free time. Like we, That was wild to think of a time when we had that. Just wild. Different world. Different world. Enjoy it. Live in live in life. Uh, I'm somebody sent me a personal text of the L Cards 2013 Twitter account, who is just one of the dumbest humans in the world. And they they were quote tweeting my final four predictions. Yeah, Texas. said you'll never convince me that someone knows less about basketball than this guy. Wanted to grab a screenshot before it's deleted. Guy's such a dork. I don't delete tweets. How would you go back and delete? It's final a final four, four prediction. prediction. <laughs> what was your final four prediction? Texas, Arizona, Houston, and Kentucky, which like so like really Kentucky's te- the only one. Te- yeah, there. and Texas lost. I think la- or no, they won yesterday. There's some thoughts that like if Texas does well, they might just they may that, have yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, Terry, what's his name? R- uh, Rodney Terry. Rodney, is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's some thoughts that if you know they do well enough, they'll just keep that guy. Which you know you could kind of keep recruiting rolling. You got you got Holland coming in. So maybe, but Arizona, good. Houston, really good, although they struggled a little bit last night, but they still won. Texas, so what? I may get three out of four Final Four teams right. Ooh. Oh, TJ, I'd take TJ. Getting this takes wrong. There are some people where it's just like, man, I'd, I'd love to just like know who this person is. But then I think like it's not that serious, man. Just let All let right. let the Twitter dorks be the Twitter dorks, and you go on and you live your life. A texter on the Thornton's text line. Oh, it jumped up on me. Jumped oh, down no. on me, I should say. 
Anytime I click out of it, it goes away. All right, we're right back. I think it's very, or no, I could call him Patino to Texas. Longhorns are loaded with talent and prime for tournament runs the next few years. Well, we kind of just kind of touched on that. Uh, I think it's very clear there are issues with Severe and Oscar, and I honestly understand it from both their perspectives. I'd like a little bit more detail on why you think you understand it from both their perspectives. I don't think Oscar calling everybody out after the game was necessarily a good look. Right, right. Um, and Unless you mean, like, I can get why both can be frustrating to play with, but at that point you just make a case that every player on the team could be mad at both of them. Well, But, like, you know, they're I, your teammates. And I think Oscar... You're in it together. ...means well, and he's trying to say the right things because it's... As I said yesterday, it's really hard to say anything after some of these losses. I mean, you're just kind of putting a sure. you're just putting a tough spot on what and, to do. And I'm glad that like Cal's not sending assistance out there and I'm glad that the play they're not hiding or protecting the players. Mm-hmm. You you need to be man enough to talk through all this stuff. And that's not to say if like Cal doesn't do one coach's show somewhere along the way that I think it's like an egregious penalty. But he needs to be doing these post-game press conferences. I'm glad that he's doing that. Mm-hmm. But they need to be sending the players out there. If they do it when they win, they need to be doing it when they lose. And I'm, I'm glad that they're taking accountability. And you are right, Roush. It's not like there, anything they can say is going to rationalize home losses to South Carolina when you're 18-point favorites. But go out there and take the lumps. That's mm-hmm. life, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. There are life lessons to be had in all this. I do want Cal for one more, but there's absolutely no, there's absolutely nothing I can say to the folks who want him gone today. I, that's where I'm at. Yeah. See, and that. And the only reason I want him for one more, two reasons: recruiting class, obviously, and I just don't want it to end this way because the first half of this Calipari era was so beautiful that he deserves to go out better than this. But if this is the way it does end, I won't. I won't lose any sleep over it either. I'll be excited for some a breath of fresh air and something new. But I, I'm I'm there with you, Texter. Yeah, because we're at the point where it's it's in, it's indefensible. Just all trying to find ways to even the. I mean, you mentioned Brandon Ra- Ramsey. He is uh, a bit of a butt slapper for uh, Coach Cal because he was a coach, so he will often take the coach's perspective. And when even he is like, oh, man, like some of this, it's just, what what more can you say other than it stinks, it's bad? No, and I, I think that, like, where I've been wrong was last year the loss to St. Peter's was terrible. We didn't sugarcoat it. The, the COVID season, I probably sugarcoated it more than most just because I do think a team of freshmen during the pandemic where you didn't have the summer, I do think that that mattered, and I, I, I think that, not it wasn't an excuse for only winning nine games, but I was willing, more willing to let it slide a little bit. But it all adds up, and like you can change your perspective once it all adds up. And for this season to be the failure that it is is really kind of my, I shouldn't say necessarily last straw because I'm saying I'm all right with the guy coming back, but it is my last straw in like defending defending it. Where I'm not, like the texture said, I'm not defending it anymore. If he comes back, I'll be cool with it. Bring in that class and let's. Roll the dice one more time. I think everybody's confidence wouldn't be necessarily as high that it's going to be great, but I'm willing to give it a go. But if they, as I've mentioned, if they don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not pushing back on the people that want him gone right away. And I used to push back on that, so not doing that anymore. And I don't know how you really could. Right, right. It's just the people that think like the program's going to fall off when he leaves, folks. There hasn't been a tournament win since 2019. Like it, it cannot get worse. Yeah. 
I mean, theoretically, yes, it could get worse. But realistically, it cannot get worse. Well, but Rash, I, there's never been a stretch in our lifetime. UK's gone four years without a tournament win. No, and and I think it's unacceptable. The people who think like the pro, the program's going to drop off are the people who don't know anything but the program because they've grown. They're intern Jacob's age. Or they don't or, know anything but Calipari running the program. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like they they, in yes, Billy Gillespie was bad, but. But that was a bad hire. It was yeah, a bad it was, hire. It was a bad hire that was reactionary. Even because... like sophomore in high school, TJ was like, "I this is why." Like, oh, I still remember be, my dad. We were on our way to Florida. My dad picked up the phone. Um, our cousin was calling him and telling him it was Billy Gillespie, and he's like, "Gillespie, the guy that A and M, yeah. Uh, well, I guess at least he beat Louisville. Like there, there was, yeah, there was a bad hire." It was a bad hire. Even I knew it. Now, that being said, I do need to at least make this disclaimer. Like, once he hit the ground running and recruiting and he was all basketball and you got to, like, know that his lifestyle, like, literally was all basketball, I was like, all right, all right, this is a I mean, nice change you, of pace. You sell yourself on it. You talk yourself into and it. And then I also need to, because I think there's some similarities here with Billy G and Calipari. At the end, I was willing to give Billy G another year. I, I can't really put myself in the position you're, as to why. You're more forgiving. I mean, you wanted to give Grant another year, too. That being said, I well, I well, it all worked out with Cohen, obviously. But right, right. My, right. my thing with Grant was more of like, hey, all the pieces are set up for a big year. Do we really want to roll the dice? What if they would have hired Scangarello instead of Cohen for that sure. year? You know, would have been a, taking a 10-win season off the table. And then last year could have been certainly maybe a 9- or 10-win season if you had the right offensive coordinator. That was my concern, and that was my fear. But I also didn't know all the behind-the-scenes stuff with UK at the time. I didn't know that he was making people sit in locker rooms or, or toilet stalls. And I know he was kicking. Quit, get, get, leaving exactly. The bus. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. he was. I didn't know he was making people have to walk home from from road trips and stuff like that. So of course, when you found that stuff out, it was a no-brainer that you needed to switch things up. But you're right. I think I am generally more forgiving to coaches that I think are giving it their all, but. UK basketball sucks. That's what I care about. I want it to be better. So uh, whoever can make it better is who I want leading the program. Let's take our last break. Let's do it. We'll come, come back. back. We're going to tell you about Shady Rays. We're going to finish up this Thornton's text line, oh, and we're yeah. just going to have uh, a great time Real here good. on this rainy Thursday. This is KRC on the Big X. Okay. I love this bar. It's my kind of place. Just walking through the front door Puts a big smile on my face It ain't too far Come as you are. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Uh, are you habitually using drugs, stimulants, alcohol? No. No, no. just asking. With Walker and Roush. <laughs> Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here for your final segment of KRC on the Big X. And Justin's going to tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays are a great sunglass. You won't need them today, but they're a great pair of sunglasses made in Kentucky by Kentuckians for Kentuckians. And the rest of the world as well. But you can go to ShadyRays.com and get 25% off your order. Just type in the promo code BIGX. Feeding Hungry Americans. Yeah. 
Good. Yeah. Don't forget. No, I just go to shadyrays.com. Check out their website. Polarized shades. They're awesome. Polarized. I forgot polarized. Fashionable. Polarized matters. They got ski masks as well. Yep, I'll be in they got the blue. Colorado in less than two months. The I'll be out on the slopes for the first time in 15 years. Got the blue glasses if you're staring at a computer screen all day like Nick Roush. Mm-hmm. Shady Rays. Those really are a game changer. If you all work at a computer for a living, you got to get some blue white glasses. I do, and I don't have blue light glasses. I need to actually get some from Shady Pretty Rays. nice. Maybe you can get some readers, too. They magnify, so too. So do they, <laughs> they, they do magnify? I mean, I got readers because I, I kind of need them. They bit. have so many options here. Man, you all really are 30. They've got, well, <laughs> where we feed Lucy for dinner every night, it's like as far away from our living room TV as possible. And the wife and I have a nice little tradition. During dinner, we'll put on the Dozen Trivia, the Barstool Trivia Show, which is easily my favorite trivia show. It's like trivia show for our generation, Roush. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy, too. I watch. A, I love trivia shows. but I, It's a boomer well, show. I, I watch a lot of Jeopardy, but there's some categories you're like, okay. No idea. I, I'm, yeah. I, you, this yeah. is just like science or like plants. When they do like As 18th a, century literature. I'm yeah. like, just, I, yeah. This is a waste of time for me. You don't, you'll get some questions, obviously, in the dozen that you don't know. It's not like you know everything. But the categories are always like in intriguing they have like supermarket stores like i go to supermarkets i may be able to get some of these right so we have a nice tradition where we'll watch that while we're eating dinner but it's uh, we sit as far away from that tv as possible and reluctantly some of the some of the text on the show is really small so i have have binoculars that i'll like (laughs) i'll be eating my dinner and then i'll put on my binoculars to be able to like to be able to read like the question. That's a hilarious visual. It, it's it's not a good look for me. It's probably not a good look for my eyesight. Oh, your daughter's going to make fun of you so much when she gets older. Uh, maybe I'll stop it. We'll, we'll move the dinner table a little closer when she gets old enough to remember that sort of stuff. I don't want to scar her for life. But, yeah, my uh, dad had to get out binoculars to see the TV. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It's like the people that do the... Uh, the the hearing aids was like is your tv too loud and i do have some like reading glasses and if i put those on then i would be fine the only the reason i use binoculars is because they're right there anyways because sometimes <laughs> they'll get stuff out on the Ooh. lake and i'll look out there and i'll be like "Ooh, it's a duck or "Ooh, it's something fun and then prime dad mode move i love looking i love looking out <laughs> to see what's going on on the water sometimes you'll see a fish jump but i do need to get the blue lights Shady Rays, you go to their blue light section. Sandstone, black timber, pink tortoise, amber tortoise, gunmetal, that's fun, crystal, Ooh. stealth, ice. A lot of selections. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> Let's go back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We got it uh, to kind of pick up the pace here a little bit. Uh, texter says... I too, or, uh, Eric Musselman has had one top 25 Kimpom offense in his career, 2018 at Nevada. Did not know that. But, um, man, I saw a stat this morning. They are bottom of the NCAA in three-point shooting, worse than the SEC right now. Musselman? Yep. Oh, no, can't have them. Archaic offense. Come on, Dan O'Neill, Goodman, let's get them. Let's go. Let's get the anonymous coaches get fired up and ready to go. Really happy that Nick Smith's going to – looks like he's doing the shade and sharp thing, too. Well, I think he actually is like legitimately hurt. Where it's like Sharp didn't have an injury; he was one hundred percent healthy. Uh, he was banged up. He was not banged up. He... <laughs> we just can't throw him out there. We don't know what He's he'll just, do. It's just—it's too tough. I don't blame Cal for that. I mean, the only thing I blame Cal for is getting a commitment from the guy. I guess 
Right. But, but it, like, you know, but not, Nick Cal wanted not to play playing, that though, is, is making – that's good. I Don't win Nick Smith. Although he'll probably come back just in time to play Kentucky and be awesome. I don't know. I like it will matter. Cal's biggest issues the last few years come down to a few things for me. Kenny leaving after the 20 season, even when we were good last year, we didn't have the toughness of previous Cal teams. That decline lines up with KP leaving. Last year was all injury-related to me. I, people can disagree with that. I'm, I'm cool with that. If that team's healthy, I still think they're probably going to a Final Four. Uh, recruiting misses and ba- even without Sharp. Recruiting misses and bad luck. Guys started going to Duke. Cunningham silently committed and then OK State hired his brother. The Sharp situation. Big time misses in the portal. Wheeler should have never been given the keys to Cal's team. Failure to modernize the offense. I lean towards the first two being the most impactful. Yeah, I don't agree with all those takes, but there's some validity. There's some validity there for sure. Yeah. Uh, not like... Let me let me think back. Um, is Tyler Uless the last great Cal point guard? No, Shea. Shea, you have you haven't really had an awesome point guard since Shea Gilgis Alexander, and that was a surprise that really didn't happen until January. Uh, that that game was New Year, like December twenty seventh against Louisville that he had his coming out party. So and it, and it does, you haven't had a great point guard since then, and it's showing. And some of the stuff adds up, but again, Roush, we've mentioned this now probably a dozen times, but he picked Quade Green over Tremont Waters and Trey Young. Yeah, like that, that, Trey Young that might was, have been a stretch, but yeah, he he he, he whiffed. I think if they really wanted Trey Young, they could have gotten him. It, it maybe was tougher, but Waters you could have had in your back you could pocket, have and Waters, he was yeah. really good at LSU. He was really good at LSU. But you got a consolation prize because Shea Gilchrist Alexander was awesome. Like he bailed you out. It, he did. But but like, you picked wrong. Like yeah. there, you know, it seems I, that's the thing. Is like sometimes they'll go get a Shea, which was came out of nowhere, and he ended great up evaluation. Stud. And then Tyler Hero, they steal from where yep. was he committed to Wisconsin? Yep. Great of well, Mott Paris actually was his recruiter at Wisconsin. So. Mott Paris, never want to hear that name again. Yeah, well, I was never going to remember it, and then he went and beat us, so now <laughs> I have to. My take is that the temperature around the program wouldn't be any different if Kentucky had lost in the Sweet 16 last year. I disagree, just because it that was the worst tournament loss UK has ever had. If yeah, so people would still be mad. You're right, Texter, that like the the temperature would still be very toasty, but it'd be slightly we, less. We toasty. would have a lot fewer people calling for jobs. Jeff Goodman wouldn't be calling for jobs right away. Like, doesn't it depend who you lost to though in the maybe. Sweet Sixteen? That would have been what Purdue. Yeah, and they would have. You could have excused. People would still be really ticked off. Yeah. And that if Kentucky would have lost in the Sweet 16 this year, people would have been really ticked off. But it's just the fact that you can put the the worst loss in UK tournament history to, with everything else going on. I think it I think it wouldn't be the temperature would not be the same. Uh and it's it's burning hot. Coincidence, the team's at the best last season when Ty Ty... Is it a coincidence the team was at its best last season when Ty Ty was running point? Hell, one of our best wins of the year, Alabama at home, was Kellen Grady running point. Yep. I wish we could just see one game without Wheeler. Uh, the Bahamas, I think there was a game where Wheeler didn't play at all yeah. or much, and UK looked all right. I, I do, like, again, I think Wheeler gets a bad rap for some things, but, hey, stuff's not working. Just yep. try different things. Yep. What's the definition of insanity? Ins- trying the same thing over and over, expecting the same results. All right, Roush, you get this next short one here. Okay. Hot take incoming. Cal should have let Wheeler and Oscar walk last year. Man, that's very spicy, especially for the latter. Could have had a transfer point guard to back up Wallace 
Amulet Ugana replace Oscar. You can keep throwing the SEC leader assist out there, but when you watch another player, you really thinking, yes, that's my point guard. I have to have him running the team. Guys way undersized, can't make a jump shot unless he is wide open, and even if he does, you think it's a lucky shot. Jumps in the air trying to make a pass, which is one of the first things you were taught not to do. Thank you, Texter. You <laughs> yeah, and I are on the same page he does, there. He does that too much. And if his man gets past him, he just watches him go by without giving any effort to recover. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Yes, it's crazy to say let Oscar and a national player of the year walk, but what has he really done to help this team? He's leading the nation in rebounding. Um, might just be me. But his attitude and body language have been different this year. He's been super lazy on defense and never gets a proper screen in the pick and roll. We've been trying to force feed him, which is terrible game plan because he is just going to get double teamed and he hasn't quick enough to recognize to kick it back out. Then you had this rumored beef between Oscar Wheeler and the mix. It's a disaster. It's all crazy talk, I'm sure. It just makes you wonder what this team could have looked like without those two. Would have forced Wallace to run the show and the defense would be to respect his ability to shoot, and it would open things up much more for Reeves, CJ, Livingston, and Toppin. Disagree with you wholeheartedly on the Oscar stuff, um, but um, the Wheeler, the only problem with Wheeler is like, who are you going to go get in the portal as your point guard? Somebody that can knock down and create their own shots. There was a ton of people. Was there, though? Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the, portal, the, top, the transfer portal point guards, it was very, it was, it was a down year for guards, and that's why I, Kenny Payne is in the situation he's in because there was just some, like, okay guys, but were there any ones that you were like, all right, this guy's definitely going to be better than Xavier Wheeler? Like, that, you you had to play that game, and it was it was going to be a risk. And if you let that walk, like, you could have been really taken to the bone zone. You could have gotten Devin Askew. Actually, looking at the tran- the guards were kind of few and far between. I know that was like the, the there wasn't a lot of good ones last year, and I saw so, uh, yeah, some of these Twitter Tyree, some, Tyrese Hunter. Yeah, he was he was the big one. Has he had a good year this year? I believe so. Okay, but that was really and Maybe that not. was who Louisville was banking on. And when they didn't get him, they were they were toast. But there there weren't a lot to pick from. I yeah, guess in he's, theory, he's averaging you should, eleven points a game. That's pretty solid. You should be you should have been able to go out there and get him, but. Only 33% from three, though. But also, Wheeler was the best point guard in the transfer portal two years ago. Yeah. And, like, so I don't, you know. Texter says, is Walker Howard someone to keep an eye on, Roush? I thought he would be uh, yeah, potentially. Potentially. Apparently, TCU's already knocking on that door with a... He's the quarterback from LSU? Yeah, he was the guy that Brian Kelly did the dance with that everybody made fun of him oh, for. Wow. Um, his dad was quarterback at LSU. He was a big four-star prospect. Um, but Jaden Daniels is sticking around. Nussmeyer is apparently next man up after that. So uh, Howard fits the bill of somebody who I think they might take in the portal now. Uh, somebody who's this kind of young, you could maybe see developing over you know, a year, eventually becoming the starter. But like a Walker Howard type, a um, the kid at Purdue, he, he ultimately decided to go back to Purdue, Brady Allen. I thought he might potentially be one of those as well. But I, I could see that type of player um, happening. And it might be the second go-around in the transfer portal too. Uh, after spring Cutter Bowley a lock now that Cohen's back in Lexington? Not necessarily. Lock him up. You heard it here first, folks. You got to – I hate how much I've heard that he likes Tennessee. So hopefully the volleyball player stinks, and then he just realizes, oh, Hendon Hooker, only guy that could do it. 
Texter says, y'all, the book is out on Oscar. I was listening to Jack Pilgrim and Zach, and to simply put it, they stated everyone has a year of tape on Oscar. They know his weaknesses, one being the high pick and roll and coaches attack it. That being said, what about starting five of Wallace, C.J. Reeves, top, and you kind of Oscar is a bad defensive player, and we have said on the show that the tape's out on him, so we agree with Jack and Zach, and they do a great job. But, like, you're going to play that dude. He averages 15 rebounds a game. You're going to play him. Now, does it need to be 40 minutes? And would I play him with some different people? I would. Um, but you're not going to not start Oscar. And, and, and the other texture is right. Like, he's got to be a little bit better effort-wise. He's got to show a little bit more hustle and heart on defense. He can't be getting screened and then looking the wrong way like he did in that tweet that I sent out. Yeah. What are the issues but, you guys are referring to? On that play, too, like they just they did, con- did not communicate that it was a back screen and a switch. <laughs> That's just poor team defense. They're they're not communicating well. And then not only like can you can you get lost on a play? Yeah, it happens in basketball. You don't want it to happen. But then just the lack of effort on the rebounding from the Oscar went out to the perimeter on a late terrible closeout. The ball was like already at the rim by the time he got out to the perimeter. So he should have just probably settled in and got to the rebound. But the four other guys there just standing around watching South Carolina like that is horrible. And that's not all on Oscar, yeah. but it's partially on him. What are the issues you guys are referring to? Not communicating on defense, uh, beef in the locker room, players not liking each other. Like all of the stuff that happens when you you suck, they're, they're all coming to light. Yeah. John here, good morning to all. Okay, it's just a weird basketball season. Our basket cats are playing like trash, and it sucks, but you know, at least you have Ellis trash, and it looks like for right now, we've taken another passenger on the trash train, and IU, the trash train. I love it, John. I know they have a, a major injury on their team, but they're playing like poop as well. LOL. He called the crap poop. Sorry, got sidetracked with a little Billy Madison. Now that's a good movie, my friends. Call me crazy, but I still believe in our cats and think we'll still be in the big dance. Okay, maybe it'll be the NIT appearance. Would you all hate that, or do you think the NIT championship may just be as good as it gets for PBN? We'll got to go talk to you later uh i don't think you probably i don't think uk would accept the nit i think you'd have you have to be over 500 too and there's a chance that that might not happen they'll be over 500 10 and 6 now they'll be over 500 all right they lost south carolina i know they did anybody and i also said that i i also said they i've been wrong pretty much everything i've said so you know what roush they probably won't be 500 Scoots, is Woodson going to stop his players from social media posting and do I have to come down there and fix it myself? I don't understand what this is referencing. You had some IU players like threaten to fight fans on social really? media. Really? Missed yeah. that. Um, when was that? Like three days ago. I think Bobby Regan tweeted it. I retweeted it. Hmm. If you scroll back on my timeline, yeah, I'll go look it up. It. Uh, sorry if you responded to this and I missed it. Do you think Cohen pursues a backup QB in the portal this oh, year? They got that guy from Dayton. Kind of shared that uh, guy from Dayton. Yeah, didn't they bring in a walk-on from that had played at Dayton? Oh, well, the walk-on. Um, if they pursue anybody, though, I Could think it'll be... Could be the next Stetson Bidden. Kind of like the, the the profile that I mentioned earlier, right? Where he's like a freshman or a sophomore, mm-hmm. gets buried, could be a developmental possible. Texture says stakes. Not sure what that means. That's from Bullet East Beast. Oh, yeah. We need to... We need to he wants us to pick a date for the stakes. Okay. It's up to Roush. So I'll try to figure out one. Okay. Coco Melon will put your baby in a trance. It's super effective, but scary how much it grabs yep. their attention. Favorite Coco Melon is when they're playing basketball and the rad dad is dunking all over these elephants and other animals. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a, that's a really that's a lot of fun. 
Uh, good morning, guys. Was on a work trip the past three days, so I'm catching up here in rumors. This team doesn't get along. Yeah, we've touched on that. Make sure you're downloading the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Wasn't there reports last year severe was a locker room issue at the end of the year? Yeah. Is that the same thing? Is there too much talent on this team to be this bad? There is. He's not asking. He's saying. And I agree with you. Yeah, there were some rumors that Wheeler, when the end of the year, when people were coming back from injury and other people were injured, that he wasn't happy with the switched role and Ty Ty kind of playing points and stuff like that. Uh, there could, there's a lot of smoke in that, but a lot of, you know, a lot of it's probably rumors, but yeah, yeah, some and, truth and also, um, as we kind of mentioned earlier, whatever sort of disconnect there is, it's always just going to get amplified by losses. That's how mm-hmm. it works. It's just going to make better worse. Texture says Nick's former ex boss just blamed the war on Ukraine on JMI and nil. Oh, uh, Justin Rowland called out Matt Jones. That was an interesting message board back and forth. I heard it, the the thread ended up getting taken down, though. Did not get taken down. Got locked, so nobody oh. replies to. But you can still go read it on House of Blue. But Rowland basically said, like, if you didn't have a financial interest in this, you would not be as as passionate or making things up. Basically, just called oh, a, a liar wow. on some of the stuff. It was really, really Media juicy. Wars. But we are out of time, so that's what all we can talk about. Bummer. Yep. Well, see you later. <laughs> Everybody, have a great Thursday. Be safe out there in that weather. I know surrounding parts of the state are having some tornado warnings and stuff like that. But we'll be back at 7 a.m. for a Friday edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll see you then. Some of the best times you'll never remember with me.